right, hello everybody. This is Marcus Giuliano, and you are listening to In the Weeds: Real Tales from Restaurant Tours. All right, and who's joining me today? Hi, my name is Ali Gonzalez. I'm the CEO of the New School of Cooking in California. Awesome, excellent, Ali. Thank you for being on. We appreciate it. So you are currently in a school, but you've been in the restaurant industry quite some time. Uh, going over your credentials, uh, you've been in this. How, 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 long, how long have you been in the industry? I've been in the industry um, approximately thirty years now. Thirty years, excellent. So you've seen a lot of things. You've been in, have you been in the weeds a lot? Um, yes. I mean, uh, sometimes it's 30 days um, out of the month you're working, 18-hour days. Um, you know, you, you never get to see the light of day. Um, and, and that's just the industry. And, and, but you, you enjoy it. You enjoy that, um, you know, that passion, that heat, uh, a fire on the line and, and the excitement. You may have $200,000 in catering a week. It can go to 500000 or it could be 10000 But you never know what's going to happen next. I agree 100%. You know, running a restaurant, owning a restaurant, there's nothing that, that feels like when I jump on the line and I'm, I'm in there and things are happening and parties are going left and right. Um, there's, just, there's that feeling that, that a lot of us just thrive on. So uh, totally relate to that. So um, in your years in, the, in this business, um, what's the worst thing you've sent somebody to the ER for, to the emergency room? Um, I would say, you know, they, they, a baker, basically, they were, um, before they had these guards, they were using these Hobart mixers, and, they would, and they'd usually try to sneak and scrape the, um, the size of the bowl with a spatula, um, you know, without turning it off, and, and you always train them not to, and this was in, in my earlier years, and they got their arm caught into the mixer, and it kind of um, broke it in, in a couple, I would say a couple hundred different ways, um, so they really had to get reattached with metal. Wow. Your nail, arm, the works. Was this a dough hook going? Um, it was a paddle. Paddle, okay. All right. So, wow, okay. I've never seen that, nor do I want to. Um, what's the worst thing you've gone to the ER for? Not a lot, but I've cut myself a lot, um, you know, with, with knives, um, you know, constantly. And, you know, I, I work through it, though. I, I don't go to the ER. Uh, the doctors, when I do go in, um, they're pretty much yelling at me, telling me, why'd you wait eight hours or 12 hours? Uh, and while I'm working on the line, though, um, one time I was at NBC and I, I sliced off my thumb practically and it just kept bleeding. I just got a couple um, T-shirt bags and, and some towels and I tied it up and I kept working for the next six, seven hours. Um, you can't walk away from an event. Totally, totally. People have to eat and people. Yeah, absolutely. Totally relate to that. I've been to the emergency room well after the shift has ended. Scratched my uh, cornea one time and uh, proceeded to work the rest of the meal. And then when I got to the emergency room, the doctor was like, you know, this is worse than giving childbirth. I'm just like, where's my wife? Tell her that because I've been crying for two hours. <laughs> what's, a, what's one of the worst excuses you've heard why an employee can't come to work? Oh, man, I, I mean, <laughs> you heard them all. I mean, you know, there, there's, um, you know, they have to cut their grass. I mean, I, I think I've heard them all. I just, there's so many of them that you, you tend to even forget about them. I mean, this, this is, um, this is always about their kids. Uh, it's always about some excuse about their car. Uh, they need to go get a new cell phone. They lost their cell phone. I mean, it, it's the, actually the tedious, you know, little things. It's not anything, in, anything really major, but you know, this day and age, you just accept it. Um, it's not like the old days. You just say, you know what, you, you get in here or you're fired because you can't do that anymore. Right. You have to work with people. 
You have to work, you have to work with people. And I, we've learned there's just a certain amount of lead way you have to give people, unfortunately. And uh, you have to communicate and let them know that's unacceptable. And, uh, and it's what point are you willing to put up with? So um, you're the CEO to school right now. Um, but when you were in the, your last job, when you were, when you were actually in, in, in a restaurant or an operation, or now, or now, when was the last time you had to like jump in and save the day? I still do it now. Um, I jump into the restaurant. Um, I do theme nights where I'll do a Southern Cajun Creole night. I'll do a Texas barbecue. Um, and, and not a lot of people know the art of cuisine, especially when you uh, around the states. You can't just open up a cookbook and say, you know what, I know it. You really have to get to New Jersey to understand Italian food. You have to get to Texas, Dallas, Texas to understand how they smoke and barbecue and how they cook their vegetables. And the South, you really have to understand what jambalaya is out there in gumbo. You, you just can't open up a cookbook and think you know it. Um, you have to understand the, the technique, the cooking method that they use. Um, <clears throat> you know. I, I jump into the classroom. Sometimes we're shorthanded. An instructor can't make it. So last minute, I'm, I'm baking. Um, I'm teaching laminated doughs. I'm, I'm teaching um, sous vide. I'm teaching how to, um, you know, uh, fabricate chicken. So again, in our industry, it doesn't matter who you are. It's not about being the boss. It's about being a leader and a teacher and, and um, bringing the team together. And you have to look at it as being team members and a teacher. Uh, otherwise, you know, it, it's like a five-star restaurant. You know, it, everyone has to be a part of that. Have you ever kicked anybody out of, out of the restaurant? Any restaurants? Oh, yes. Plenty of, yes. Pl plenty of times. They're, they're, they become irate. Um, you, know, um, they, 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 you know, a lot of times they overdrink. You know, they, they, they start off on an empty stomach, I'd say, and they're drinking too much wine or whiskey. And I think that's usually, you know, alcohol induced uh, for the most part, uh, because we, we try to be a lot respect, uh, very respectable. I, I don't believe in teaching our servers nowadays, as we call them servers, um, you know, um, just to serve. I, I believe in waiters and waitresses, they, you know, and I try to teach them how to go above and beyond, keep your eyes open, um, you know, pay attention if somebody drops the fork. Um, make eye contact from across the room um, because that's what customer service is all about. Absolutely. So is the guest always right? Um, no. Sometimes you have to fire your guest. But to fire your guest. That's the exact words I use. What do you think about the review? What do you think about modern day review sites? I mean, being in the industry as long as you have, and I have um, Yelp didn't exist back in, back in our day. What, uh, what do you think of these sites? I'm not a big fan of Yelp. I think you'd be twisted. Um, you know, somebody could have a bias, um, you know, opinion about something and you're, you're going to get criticized and you're going to lose points on something. It's not always true. Um, again, you, you have to fire your customers sometimes because, you know, just because they didn't like something, um, it doesn't mean that it wasn't no good. It just wasn't to their liking or taste. And we're always accommodating, willing to help people, but sometimes you can't help someone. Um, so, you know, you can get some bad reviews. Um, a lot of times when you do get good reviews, uh, it's, it's rare that they go on Yelp and, and review you. Uh, it's usually when people want to be negative or they're looking for something for free and they, they feel that you should have gave them something for free. And, I, and, and trust me, I'm one of those, if you had a bad experience, I'm going to buy your dinner for you. I'm going to buy you a bottle of wine. I'm going to go out of my way. 100%. I, I'm with you on there. Let me fix it while you're here. It doesn't do any good on Yelp later. It doesn't do any good for anybody on Yelp later. So what's more important, good food or good marketing? Um, it's a balance. I mean, food first. I'm a food first person. I have a passion for food. You know, I'm not going to show my face in that restaurant. I'm not going to put my face behind that place unless it's that plate, unless it's a hundred percent, you know, uh, perfect. 
Um, but marketing nowadays, um, it's a different generation. You have to ask my kids um, because they're teaching me. And so is the industry. I mean, it's all about YouTube and Messenger and, and Instagram. And, and if you don't know how to market, your, your business is, is not going to make it these days. You have to put the investment into that marketing. Um, and, and I would say don't, don't try to be stubborn if you're old school. Um, you have to listen to the younger generation and learn from them because that is key to your operation nowadays. Your restaurant is not going to succeed unless you have that marketing. That is awesome, awesome advice. All right. So what's your number one advice to a new restaurant owner? Um, marketing, number one. <laughs> um, I, I believe in demographics. I believe that a restaurant owner shouldn't be just... Uh, opening up a restaurant because that's what they believe in and that's what they like. They really need to understand the demographics, um, you know, the age group, the ethnic groups behind it, the marketing. You really have to put a big effort into that. Um, you know, how do you get those um, customers into your door? Um, in addition, are you testing your food? Are you looking at culinary trends? Don't just go and open up a steakhouse and not have some. Um, vegan plant-based foods in there and, and, and understand where the market is going with non-dairy and, and seafood agriculture. You better have some blend in this and, and follow the trends um, because that's where everyone's going. When you think about 65% non-dairy growing in the last year, um, think about food waste. Think about how your, um, your menu is um, being produced. Um, it's, it's, it's an art nowadays. And you know, my, my advice to any restaurant owner that's going into this business, um, hire a consultant. It, it doesn't hurt because don't leave money on the table. Hire a consultant while you have the money. Yes. <laughs> don't wait until you're broke to hire a consultant. <laughs> you, you can lose $100,000 your first year and not know it um, through vendors, through not buying the right products. You don't need a perfect bell pepper if you're chopping it up. You don't need layered tomatoes if you're slicing them. I mean, you just buy large loose. So you could save 3 4 or $5 a, a case. And don't sign contracts that you shouldn't sign for five years or three years even. 100%. One last question. Who else do you know uh, would be a great guest on In the Weeds? Oh, boy. Um, there's, there's a lot of them. I, I mean, when I think about it, um, I, I believe in the corporate dining world. I believe in, um, you know, there's companies like Compass Group that I, I worked with in the past. And, and Bon Appetit, I like Kerry Whelan. I mean, he's been in the business um, with Bon Appetit Management Company. Um, and, you know, when you run Googles of the world and LinkedIn's and Oracle's, um, uh, corporate dining and food service and what they're doing in those operations with these IT customers and, and, and um, they feed 10,000 employees a day, 5,000. It's bigger than the restaurant industry. So it, it's, it's so who, 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 a few of that. Who, who, who's this person's name you can recommend? Kerry Whelan. He's the uh, vice president of Bon Appetit. Excellent. Awesome. Well, Ali, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And uh, for being on In the Weeds and, uh, Stay tuned for the next episode, folks. Very good. Thank you.